from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Welcome back to The Joy of Booking. My name is, in fact, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, It's season four. It's lethal lottery time. And uh, the first episode was was good. I enjoyed it. I think it went well. Um, You know, there are still questions. Things we're sorting out. We had, again, all the wrestlers from the 90s. Well, not all. 256 of the top wrestlers from the 1990s uh, who appeared on WWF, WCW, or ECW pay-per-views randomized into tag teams, and we had eight matches. No, two, three, four. Yes, we had eight matches, 16 tag teams. And we're going to keep going along that trend. Uh, the question was, what do we do with the uh, those who lost? What happens with those who lost? What do we do with them? Um, I toyed with the idea of, you know, you could have another tournament, so to speak, you could have a, uh, you know, consolation brackets as, as we have them. Uh, then I had considered them, you know, having to wrestle their partners. Winners would, you know, team with the winners of the, the long story short, still not exactly sure. I have an idea. I think what we're going to wind up doing is taking the, uh, those who did lose and they will get re-randomized into a new set of teams. Because this is not one of those situations. In the other three tournaments, we were trying to determine my favorite wrestler, favorite tag team, uh, and the hossiest hoss to ever hoss. This is more of a thought experiment. This is more of just fun. So I don't think we need to be as precious with uh, the rules of how things go. So if we take those people who lost, like Brutus Beefcake and Giant Gonzalez and the Berserker and Rodney and we redo it, and we re-randomize them, we'll come up with some other tag teams, and we'll just have some fun. This is this is the fun season. This is the fun season for me. Uh, the teams that did advance will stay together until, of course, they lose, and then we'll re-randomize those people as well. Uh, so, having said that, I have my redacted uh, group here, I am randomizing once, I am randomizing twice, I am randomizing three times. Each episode, we get a whole new group, um, a whole new randomized group. The people who lost and the people who have already competed don't count, obviously. <clears throat> the remaining wrestlers, they get re-randomized every episode uh, just for fun. So for all I know, because it's redacted, for all I know, we had some top tag teams you know, right next to their partners, and we've just, the fates have just changed things up again. What will we get? We do not know, but what I do know is that it's time to have some water. You gotta have your water. I also know that I am ready. I hope that you are ready. Let's begin. Uh, Having to not worry about the constellations has made this quite easy. Here's page two. First name, Alex Right, Das Wunderkind, doing the dance right now, right now, doing the dance. Uh, Alex Wright or Berlin, call him what you will, uh, he is teaming with King Kong Bundy. 
So it actually would make more sense. Well, Berlin and Bundy, besides the alliteration, um, they would both be the heels. Although Alex Wright was a heel on his own. Uh, that, again, a great combination of size and speed. Although Alex Wright never looked to me to be a cruiserweight. Little too tall, little too muscular. I think there was some shadiness going on there. Either way, Alex Wright and Bundy, they are taking on the team of Virgil. Uh-oh. And Devon Dudley. Okay. All right. I could kind of sort of imagine a world in which they might team together, maybe. Interesting that we've gotten all three Dudleys. Uh, I don't think Big Dick made the cut for for this, but we got all three Dudleys in the first two pages um, of the brackets. I, I can't. It's Virgil. I mean, again, I mentioned in the last episode, you know, of the four of them, who's my favorite? It might be Alex Wright. I liked Alex Wright a lot when I was a kid. Uh, Bundy never did anything for me, I think, because by the time he, um, you know, was wrestling, by the time I was first familiar with him, it was, you know, he was part of the Million Dollar Corporation. And he was well past his prime. Uh, I'm more interested to see him, you know, heading into world class and things as I continue to go back and watch the archives. But we will give the win to Wright and Bundy over Virgil and Devon. Next up, uh, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor. He wrestled as both. He could be, even be Terrence Taylor, depending on who his tag team partner is. And his partner is, ooh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Can I tell you? If it's Terry Taylor, and it has to be, if you put Terry Taylor and Steve Williams as a tag team, that is a really good tag team. Terry Taylor, very quality wrestler. Matt Grappler, Steve Williams, the power, the haussiness. Uh, that's a team to watch, is Dr. Death and Terry Taylor. And they are taking on Taz. Oh, this is interesting. And Taz's teammate. <sighs> Dean Malenko. I think we have found my favorite team so far. Taz and Dean Malenko. I understand that Dr. Death, perhaps, perhaps, if this was a real-life fight, Taz and Malenko wouldn't have a shot against Dr. Death. But this is a... This is a this is a fantasy tournament. It is pro wrestling. That is a great matchup. Those are two great teams. I you wish you didn't have to have any of them lose, but I gotta go with Taz and Dean Malenko. That is going to be a difficult team to top. Um, I love Dean. We know I love Dean. He's in my top five or ten, um, and Taz is up there too. Even his WWF run. Now that I've seen it is better than I remember it being. So, Taz and Malenko win. Maybe there will be a way uh, to keep some of these teams together because Williams and Terry Taylor, that's a good team. Next up, Crush and Michael P.S. Hayes. Okay. Okay. Crush could play kind of a Terry Gordy sort of role. 
in that team be the muscle behind the mouth of Michael P.S. Hayes. I, I could see that. That's not a bad team. All right. And they are taking on the one, two, three kid and Kurt Angle. I have come to appreciate Sean Waltman more now than I did before. You know, I like the storyline of the one, two, three kid beating Razor back in the early days of Raw. I, I quickly got tired of him. The crybaby thing was perfect for that Ralph Macchio looking guy. Uh, and then from then on, I, I just could not care less about Six or X-Pac. He was the little brother tagging along with the cool kids. Um, it didn't do much for me at all. So does that... We, we all love Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle um, barely making it into this. He had appeared, I think, on two pay-per-views. Uh, I almost got rid of him because, really, he doesn't, you know, start actively full-time wrestling. Um, you know, he doesn't get his career really going until the 2000s. I think I got to go with Crush and Hayes on this. You know, the Waltman factor kind of kind of takes, takes that team out. I would rather have Angle uh, kind of put back in the mix and... You know, he could come up with hopefully a better partner in, in the next round. All right. Next up. So Crush and Hayes advances. We have Big Vito and Kaz Hayashi, a uh, WCW in its dying days team. Vito and Kaz Hayashi. Not a bad team. Um, you know, not a great team by any stretch of the imagine, imagination, but not a bad team. Uh, taking on <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher and Christian, which is a very interesting team. Uh, it's better, clearly, than Vito and Hayashi, so they will get the win. Uh, but it's a very odd couple tag team. Not sure what they're going to bond over. Is Abdullah Canadian? I don't even know. I don't think so. But Christian's not necessarily a hardcore icon. I think he would he would be I would be doing the the tantrumy heel version and he would be terrified of his partner. Like he wouldn't even be in the same corner, like the yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, which could work. So we have uh, Alex Wright and King Kong Bundy versus Taz and Dean Malenko. And then Crush and Michael P.S. Hayes versus Abdullah the Butcher and Christian, which would be an interesting match. All right, we're cruising now. Next up, Bob Holly and Bret Hart. Ooh. That is a good team. That's a good team. And not just because it's BHBH. Bob Holly, Bret Hart. Um, that's a very good team. It's not going to get me excited like Taz and Dean Malenko did, but that's a very good team. Uh, I would have it be Hardcore Holly. It wouldn't be Sparky Plug. It wouldn't be Bombastic Bob. Hardcore Holly and Bret Hart, not a bad duo. Uh, taking on Rey Mysterio and the Great Muda. Now that is a team that I can get excited about. And this is the joy, I think, of a lethal lottery scenario. Bret Hart is in my top five. Uh, 
and is going to lose in the first round. Joining uh, Angle and Dr. Death and who else lost in the last round last time um, that I enjoy? Stan Hansen and Mick Foley and Bam Bam and the Ultimo Dragon. So, but Mysterio and Muda, I like that team a lot. That is fun. Something fell. I have no idea what it was. It doesn't seem to have made a noise. So we move on. But yeah, Mysterio and Muda would be great. I would love to watch Bret Hart versus the Great Muda. Give me that all day, every day. Uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Fun matchup. I'm enjoying these 90s tournaments because this is, again, right in my wheelhouse. Next up, Horace Hogan and Hercules. Horace and Hercules. Again, with the alliteration. I don't mind that tag team, honestly. Horace, not a good wrestler, but he could be the hardcore style. Then you got Hercules, not a great wrestler, uh, but had a much longer career than I expected uh, looking into it. So wrestled well into the 90s. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fun duo. I, I can get into that. And uh, they are taking on the Texas Tornado and Steve Armstrong. Sorry to, sorry to uh, make you think. Uh-oh, my pen's running out. Do I have another purple pen? I might not. I might have to suck it up and accept that this might be in two different color inks, which usually bothers me. Uh, Steve Armstrong and the Texas Tornado. Again, similar to Angle. You know, I, we enjoy Carrie Von Erich. Of course we do. Uh, but... You know, Steve Armstrong, uh, one half of the Young Pistols or the Southern Boys. Again, not bad, but, well, actually, hold on. Let me stop and think about this. Of the four, my favorite would be Carrie Von Erich, though I have to say I don't love any of these four wrestlers. Um, this is one of those situations. Ooh. Hmm. You know what I might do? I think I'm going to do a little Booker magic here, and I'm going to... Yeah. The winner of this match is Terry Taylor and Dr. Death Steve Williams. I like that team a lot. I would like that team to remain, at least for another round. I think they're going to come out. They're going to take out... Take your pick. They could take out Horace or Hercules. They could take out Carrie Von Erich or Steve Armstrong. Uh, and I'm going to put both those teams into the constellation. And I think I'm going to have Terry Taylor and Dr. Death Steve Williams advance because I do like that team. I think I'm allowing myself uh, the right to make that little swappity do and, uh, and change some things up. All right, two, four, six. We got two more matches to do here. Our next one is Prince Iakea teaming up with Rick Steiner. Again, if this is DFG Rick Steiner, um, you know, this is, again, late era WCW. Uh, it's not a bad team. What was that? Weekly report available. Apparently, when you get a weekly report on your MacBook, it makes a sound and lets you know. So now you know that I could check out my weekly screen time report. 
Apparently that's a thing. Okay. Iakea and Rick Steiner. I wonder if that was signaling that that's not a good team. Maybe it's disagreeing with me. Taking on <laughs> Yokozuna and Sabu. You want to talk about difference of styles. Uh, Yokozuna and Sabu would be that difference in styles. Uh, but good enough that I'm giving them the win over Prince Iakea and Ricky Steiner. That's a fun team, actually. I kind of like that team. Yoko Sabu. All right, our final matchup for this page. We'll do two pages this episode. We have Bob Backlund and Ahmed Johnson. All right. Technical style of Bob Backlund. Uh, power of Ahmed Johnson. Both a little crazy. Not bad. Again, not a bad team. I, I, I don't hate that team. They are taking on Mo of Men on a Mission and Two Cold Scorpio. Uh, my favorite of the four is easily Two Cold Scorpio, but my least favorite of the four is Mo. I would go Scorpio, a bit of a gap, Backland, a bigger gap, Ahmed Johnson, another gap. Mo. Uh, so I think we got to give the win there to Backland and Ahmed, and we hope that Scorpio has some better luck uh, in in the next round. Is that it? Yeah. Two, four, six, eight. So Yokozuna and Sabu taking on Bob Backland and Ahmed Johnson. Some interesting matchups on page two. I'm excited about them. Uh, again, Pretty sure that what we'll do is we'll take the losers, those who fall into the constellations, we'll re-randomize it, give them some new teams, uh, and hopefully get some better pairings and some better matchups. Because, uh, again, this is just for fun. This one we're doing just for funsies. So let's keep going. We got another page, another 16 teams to make, right? Yeah, eight matchups, 16 teams. I can do math, I promise. Ju Ooh! Jushin Liger and Jeff Hardy. What I've been doing is I look at the team and then write it down. I was writing down one name, then looking and seeing the other name. Uh, Jushin Liger and Jeff Hardy. Great. Uh, great pairing there. Big high-flying style. Shooting star press, wonton bomb. A uh, lot of fun in that team. That's a good pairing. They are taking on the Patriot... And Triple H. I don't care much for the Patriot. Uh, I'm not a super fan of Triple H either, if I'm honest, as a wrestler. So this one, to me, clearly goes to Liger and Jeff Hardy. Their high-flying styles. Um, and the inability for Triple H and the Patriot to, to get along. Give the win to Liger and Jeff Hardy. Uh, but, you know, the matchup would probably be fun. I guess. The doubt's creeping in again. What are you doing? Is this, is this, is this even good? Is this even entertaining? Like, there's, there's no story here. Like, what, what are you doing? I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to trust the process and remember that if I'm having fun, more than likely you're having fun. So let's keep going. Squire David Taylor 
and Paul Orndorff, another sneaky good tag team, very technically sound, uh, the British style of Dave Taylor, uh, the old school 80s Florida style of Paul Orndorff, that would be that would be entertaining, entertaining uh, to watch. And they are taking on Barry Windham and Max Payne. Max Payne appeared in far more pay-per-views than I thought. I figured out a way on Cage Match, the greatest wrestling website uh, for nerds like me, uh, to be able to figure out how many pay-per-views they were a part of. Max Payne was a lot part of a lot. That tag team with Cactus Jack got us through kind of 94, if I remember correctly. Uh, but again, this is one of those... Barry Windham's my favorite of the four, but Max Payne would be my least favorite. So I think I got to go with David Taylor and Paul Orndorff. Part of this has turned into, which may be a problem, is, you know, I look at Barry Windham and I go, oh, we can find you a better partner. And I have him lose in the hopes that when we re-randomize things, he has a better partner. That's, I think, where the doubt is creeping in. Is that the right way to do it? Do I have, you know, how much do I want to talk about Max Payne? Maybe they have to wrestle each other, like I said originally, and then the winners get Ray randomized. Maybe that's the way to do it. Triple H wrestles the Patriot. Barry Windham wrestles Max Payne. Losers are done. We don't talk about them anymore. Winners advance. Let me just pause and, and just check my notes here. Would that bother me based on who's lost so far would it really bother me was there a is there a team so the question is is there a team that lost that has two people that i care about red rooster and, and steve williams would have been that but we made up for it nope nope mm. bret hart and hardcore holly maybe but I'd, i could live with that yeah you know, that might be the way to go. That might be the answer. All right, let's continue here. Billy Gunn and Jerry Lynn. Now that is a team. That is a great team. Billy Gunn and Jerry Lynn. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good team. I want to live in a world where Jerry Lynn took the place of Chuck Palumbo and it was Billy and Jerry. Oh, that's a good team. That's a sneaky good team. All right. Faith in the in the process restored. Billy Gunn and Jerry Lynn. It's going to have to be a real good team for me to uh, to go against that. We've got Doink and Steve Blackman. It's not a bad team. But they would kind of be trying to do what Head Cheese did very, very well. So... Uh, we will give that to Gunn and Lynn, both wrestlers with last names with two N's at the end, which isn't really much, but it's something. That's a, that's a good team. All right. Uh, Doink and Blackman will have to wrestle each other <laughs> to see who gets to continue on. All righty. Scotty Riggs and Jerry Flynn. Not Jerry Lynn. Jerry Flynn. Interesting that Lynn and Flynn are in next-door matchups. It would have been funny if Jerry Flynn teamed with Jerry Lynn. But Riggs and Flynn, again, you know, a lot of these teams, like Squire Dave Taylor and Paul Orndorff is a good 
WCW Saturday Night Tag Team. And I say Riggs and Scott, uh, Jerry Flynn, not Scotty Flynn. Riggs and Jerry Flynn is another very good WCW Saturday Night Tag Team. They'd lose to some good, good teams and have good matches. Uh, so Riggs and Flynn taking on Shawn Michaels and Savio Vega. Obviously, we got to go with uh, with Shawn Michaels and Savio. But though I did have that question, do I give it to Riggs and Flynn in the hopes that Shawn Michaels could get a better partner? But I, you can't do that. That that can't be how I make these decisions. And in all of these matches, I don't think that's how it's happened. So yeah, Shawn Michaels and Savio Vega advance, taking on Billy Gunn and Jerry Lynn. That would be a great match. All right, we got four more matches before we say our goodnights for this episode. Bunkhouse Buck and Kamala. What an interesting team. Colonel Robert Parker and Kim Chi or Harvey Whippleman or all three at ringside. It's not a bad team. Um, Not a good team, but not a bad team. And then Pete Gass and Mark Merrow. All right. So I can't say I love any of those teams. Do I conspire to give that Bret Hart, Bob Holly team that I do like a lot, do I conspire to give them this place in the tournament? I say no for multiple reasons. Number one, Bret Hart and Bob Holly would be babyfaces, and that wouldn't be what babyfaces do. And number two, I should probably only conspire once per episode. <laughs> and I already gave that to Terry Taylor and Dr. Death, and I think that was the better choice. So I have to make a decision here. Uh, I think it's, oddly enough, it's Buck and Kamala. Mark Marrow never, ever did much for me. Pete Gass never ever did much for me so on my on my love of kamala alone i give the win to that team so bunkhouse buck and kamala advance two four all right we're gonna keep going here the blue meanie and the undertaker but before you get nervous this is undertaker from SummerSlam 94 so this is brian lee's Undertaker. This is Chains. He should be called Chains because he wrestled far more on pay-per-views as Chains than he did as The Undertaker. But I did want to scare you a little bit, imagining The Undertaker teaming with Blue Meanie. Uh, Blue Meanie and Brian Lee. Okay. They're not all going to be winners, clearly. Uh, Not everybody in the 90s was someone I liked. And they are taking on... (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Uh, They are taking on the tag team of The Big Show and Vader. (laughs) What a duo that is. And I think I would even go back and say, no, The Giant and Vader. Because I always liked The Giant more than I liked The Big Show. So The Giant... And Vader. Advance. That's going to be a tough team to beat. That's a very good team. Especially if it's if it's 95 into 96. 
you know, when he was, when, when Paul White was as live as he could be, and he was doing drop kicks and going to the top rope and being a ridiculous wrestler, doing ridiculous things for being seven feet tall. And he probably wasn't as good because when you're that tall, you don't need to do those things. But for me as a kid watching, I was transfixed by someone that size doing those things. And it's Vader. It's Big Van Vader, of course. That's a good team. That's the best team on this page for sure. All right. They are taking on... Oh, no. They will be taking on Bunkhouse Buck and Kamala. Thanks for coming. We got two more matchups to do here. Van Hammer and Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> yep. That's going to be a thing. And they are taking on Jimmy Garvin and the Honky Tonk Man. Both wrestlers whose heydays were more in the 80s, but technically wrestled on enough pay-per-views in the 90s to qualify. And yeah, it's not going to take much to beat a team of uh, Van Hammer and Luke. And actually, Jimmy Garvin, Jimmy Jam Jam Garvin and the Honky Tonk Man make sense as a team. Like, you could see that working. You could see that working as a duo. So they're going to advance. And our final matchup of the evening... Thank you very much for staying up with me, unless you're watching in the, or listening in the morning, whenever you choose to listen. Brian Christopher and LaParka. LaParka, another cruiserweight who was never a cruiserweight. Taking on Dino Bravo and Funaki. Now, again, if we were doing this I was going to say, well, if we were doing this with an eye on making good audio content, we would have saved the giant invader for last. And you end on a high. That's not how this works because we are we are the victims of randomness. So we get this Brian Christopher and LaParka versus Dino Bravo and Funaki. Take a sip of water. Neither team is great. Uh, another example of, should I get Bob Holly and Bret Hart in here? Because they are a better duo. But I, I want to stick to the, I will be able to tweak things once per episode. Uh, of the four, my favorite is La Parka. Never been a Brian Christopher fan. Uh I don't think I watched enough Dino Bravo to uh, to make a great judgment. Funaki is okay. So I guess we'll give it to Brian Christopher and LaParka. Brian Christopher has tag team experience. LaParka is good. The fact that he's still wrestling, I believe, I think. Wasn't he in MLW? I think he was in MLW. Uh, so I don't love the team. By any stretch, but we'll give it to them, and they will take on the team that I do like the more I think about it, uh, Jimmy Garvin and the Honky Tonk Man. So, those 64 names have now been 
ranked and not ranked. I'm trying to do too many things at once, and clearly I'm doing none of them well. Uh, those teams have been decided, and we've said matches, and we've done other things because I'm still not paying attention. I'm moving things around on a spreadsheet. We had some matches. We made some great teams. We made some not great teams. We had some good matchups. We had some not good matchups. That's how this works when you're dealing with randomness. Uh, and so the teams that won will advance. Uh, the teams that lost, I do believe they're going to have to wrestle each other. Uh, winners will get regrouped and we'll get some more teams out of them. Losers will just be done talking about. Because how much can you really talk about Van Hammer? The answer is not much. So, as I mentioned before, uh, we will re-randomize uh, this heading into the next episode. So we will not get the team of Conan and Tracy Smothers, or Tito Santana and Glacier, or Eddie Guerrero and Adam Baum, or Amish Roadkill and... Di okay, that's not fair. Amish Roadkill would team with Danny Doring. We would have gotten our first actual team at least now i know it's possible again terrible at probability but at least i know it is possible we would have gotten roadkill enduring taking on adam bomb and eddie guerrero they might not have won but at least it could have happened but we're sticking to the format we know it's possible hopefully we will get a time when we get a team together i also don't think have we gotten, like, really mortal enemies either as teammates or opposed to each other? I don't think so. And again, I think that comes down to I picked 256 names across 10 years of wrestling. Um, had we done it by year, it probably would have helped. So, either way, I'm feeling good about where we're going. I hope you are enjoying uh, season four, a little bit different than all the other seasons that came before it, but it's still good, I think. And really, in the end, I love you all, but what I think matters most. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. <laughs>